Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Donna and Steve on my talk. One Big nasty. Yeah, I forgot about that guy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people responded very positively to it while you were out. Mm, is that true? You know, someone just saw me in the halls this morning. None of us know how to interact with one another yet. And uh, he said, hey, Big Daddy to me. And you know I received that hard. Who said that? I don't have to reveal this person's identity. But he said, hey, Big Daddy, which was the same nickname that I gave myself in eighth grade when Mr. Federline gave us a questionnaire on the first day of school. And then it said nickname line blank, fill in the blank. And I didn't have a nickname. And I thought, well, what a wonderful opportunity to create something here. <laughs> and I was Big Daddy <laughs> for the next five years. No, Big who Daddy. said it? I was like, I tell you. Was no, it what, you think Sea Monster would do that? No way. <laughs> he has to report to, he is upper management who has to report to the most upper of management. He's not going to be calling people Big Daddy. It's got to be someone who's not too tethered to their position. It was someone in sales. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Hey, That's let's. Great. We were talking about friends before the break, and we think that there needed to be a little something more in the reunion. By the way, I don't know that we're in the majority there. I think a lot of people really loved the Friends reunion, and they were crying throughout it. I saw a lot of posts on social media. People really loving it. So with that, knowing that people are feeling the good vibes, we found out something cool that Google is doing right now. Earlier, we, we told you that if you type in cha-cha slide, it will bring up a little microphone icon that when you hit it, it'll like, one hop this time, and it's fun. And it's stupid, and it's a waste of time, just like we need. Now that we're back in the office, we got to figure out how to waste our time. Oh, great. <laughs> then Blair, not Blair Underwood, calls in and says, guess what? You can do that with the cast of Friends. So I believe how this works, I'm Grant, tell me if I'm right, is you type in the name of a character from Friends. Yes, like Ross Geller, for instance. Ross Geller, oh the God, microphone icon name. or some sort of an icon comes up, and then you hit the icon, and it makes this sound. Okay, I, I don't think it's going to pivot anymore. Cool. Hit it again. And, uh, oh my gosh, I hit the end of it. Hold on one second here. I got to refresh. Here we go. So, pivot. Hmm. Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> okay, I, I don't think it's going to pivot anymore. Okay, that's it, great. It's a little couch on the side, and then the couch oh, breaks cute. right there. So, Funny. you get that one. And then if you do like Joey Tribbiani, yes. you'll get this. How you doing? Food. And a bunch of food oh pieces come God. up, and then hands come up and grab all the food away. Okay, and then I it, like that. So How it, about Phoebe? Phoebe's the last one, and here we go. Here's Phoebe. Smelly cat, smelly <laughs> cat. 
And it's a guitar. And now there's a cat running across my screen with odor coming off of it. Oh. Will it work for all of them, like Monica Geller? So Monica Geller has one. It doesn't say anything. It's just what it is is like a little scrub thing on the side, sure. and then it starts scrubbing your screen clean. Oh, that's funny. It's because she's Mrs. Clean, obviously. Yes. And then uh, Chandler Bing's was, what is his? His is the recliner, and it's oh. and two ducks and a chick come out of the recliner okay. and start walking across your screen. I like that. All right, that's super What about cute. Rachel? We have to we have to tie up this knot. And these ducks never leave, so this will be fun. Uh, Rachel Green has a head of the Rachel hair, and then it just yes. goes to all. It b- brings you right to Google Images of every single photo they have of her and her iconic hair. Why wouldn't oh. they do any dialogue from her? I don't know. I did. Uh-huh. I found that interesting. But for the for Phoebe, Joey, and Ross, you get actual audio from them. So That's interesting, cute. super cute. Thank you, Blair. Thanks, Blair. Thanks, Blair. You're our best friend. Um, by the way, Matthew Perry has ended his engagement. Or... I saw this. I was just checking out his Instagram last week after the teaser came out and everybody was concerned about his health and well-being. It sounded like he might be slurring some things. And then I saw this lassie and I thought, who is she? Oh, they look happy. And now they're not happy. I guess not. I mean, that age difference is pretty significant. You know? Yeah, well, hey, listen. Twenty nine, fifty one. I mean, I get it if there it's like forty five and sixty four. Oh, but so when a it's later like, in life. Yeah. She just looks so young. Creeps me out a little bit. And remember he was uh he was on that dating app? With that nineteen, the nineteen-year-old when she was nineteen or something, or was yes, called him out for yeah, which I think is very rude. Yeah, she. I mean, brought out his private conversations and made them public. Very wrong. Like video. Yes. Of of that, I just wonder if that has something to do with it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this okay. is why I hate having Steve in. in the no, studio. I'm happy to be here. Um, I I'm really math- don't like having you here. I have pushed for this forever, and then you two little wieners. Every time I'm not here, like, <laughs> see, when are you coming back? And I, I, I tell you this all the time, Donna. You don't want me here. No, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. At one point, we were prepping, and then she said, "Okay, can you go find Grant or something? <laughs> I just want to be in here." Well, because Steve is notorious for derailing progress, even though you say that I am atrophy. She is atrophy. I am growth. What she sees (laughs) as derailed progress, I see as an effervescent, bubbling, creative environment where great ideas spring forth to life. She's the lady, though, that over prunes her bushes. Then you never see the full growth of them. But you're there tidy, darn it. Oh, my God. Hey, now, listen, real quick. I'm on Matthew Perry's Instagram. First of all, 7.8 million followers. He Pretty, has. Good. Pretty good. And here's his last post. He's there in a, in a sweatshirt next to a woman. And it says, ready for the long weekend and an even longer bath. Ew. After a week like this, <laughs> I know my team is. Shop the entire collection and let the relaxation begin. That's a really poorly constructed Instagram. Post, Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Is and he then, selling like bath toys or what is he? Like, he sells shirts like, uh, could I be any more vaccinated? Oh, he doesn't. He needs that. That money goes to someplace special, right? Like to charity. I don't know. He's got 20 million a year from just a show. 
They sell on t-shirts. I don't mm. know. Steve and I went back and looked at an interview. Was it an interview with him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An interview from 2016. And he was slurring back then. He was. I, it must be just a speech thing. He had impediment. a different speech pattern when he was he was promoting the show The Odd Couple at the time, which was on CBS. And at one point during its brief run, I think only on three or four years, was the number one comedy on television. Eleven and a half million viewers. But yes, he was in that. When I would watch that show, I thought, boy, his voice sounds so different. Well, he's got different teeth now. Got, oh, maybe that's it. He put those big chiclets in that you get when you get older, you know, like his, because if you remember from Friendly. <laughs> from, from, what from does fr- that mean? Well, you know, like those, uh, I don't know, dent, not dentures, but he's got probably the real deal in there. But if you remember from Friends, he used to have a really small set of teeth. I'm weird that I know this, but yeah. if you look at him now, look at Friends first season in a smile. Very different. And sometimes, you know, when they put those teeth in and they're too big, you get a little, little bit of dish going on. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what so it is. what's going on now, see? Let's take a break. All right. Hey, uh, when we come back, we've got a study. This particular study um, tells us what most people under 30 do in the bathroom. Oh. Whilst. Whilst. In the bathroom. Ah, very different way of teasing it. Thank you. I'll tell you what it is, and you won't be surprised when we come right back. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex, and you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome back. It's my talk, 1071 The Don and Steve Show. Steve Patterson, Donna Valentine, bringing you all the latest and greatest in the world of classic music. <laughs> You're a disaster. <laughs> Steve DJ's voice. Steve is just like playing house right now. <laughs> this isn't like real life for Steve. You know? <laughs> he's like, it's like he got to, you know, he got a new car and he's trying to push all the buttons and see what everything yeah, does. Yeah, I've been here in a while. <laughs> I've been able to, you know, like I used to always like to intercept. Donna, contractually, and she's made a fuss about it a couple of times, has to be the one to bring us back from break. She's Mm -hmm. the day that she famously said, I bring us back or I walk. And so she always (laughs) says, she always... He says, welcome back to the Donna Steve Show. I, when I'm here, can intercept it because I can see when we're actually back on the air. Whereas at home, in my closet, I have no power. I have to just wait until I hear you to even know that the mic is on. I'm chained up there. Here I can live a little. Good for you, Donna. Good luck with that. Thank you. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hey, yo. (laughs) What it do, cowgirl? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, nobody's going to be surprised by this study.
but hmm, 93% of people under 30 do this in the bathroom. Use their phone. Yep. What do you want me to do? On look, the toilet. I'm lost look about at it. The wall? What is your other game plan for me? <laughs> Read the shampoo bottle. At least, yeah, we've all been there. And I'm like, really? That's a bizarre ingredient to be in conditioner. There was a time where it's true. it was like, the it just kept showing up. And you could become an expert at head and shoulders. <laughs> right? Why, why do we need to be multitasking in that think, situation? Well, I think some people like to be distracted to take off a little bit of just the tension. Of getting it all done. They have a little trouble maybe getting started or whatever. But, you know, for the people who poo-poo the idea of you using your phone in the bathroom, you do have two other options. One is to look at a wall. You just are looking at the inside of a door. It takes a real imbecile to be entertained by that. The other option is to what? Reach for a book. Book people look down on phone people. But books are... But a paper book, you got to pay. You can't sanitize a paper book. I'll sanitize my phone. Oh, good point. And uh, you, those books sometimes sit next to the toilet. Things spray. They're con- they're constantly touched. If you leave it there, you come back point, to it. You're guys. only touching it on the toilet. At least your phone, you start, and then you put it away before the business you is done. You make excellent points. How about the savages that t- into the bathroom they take and leave the, newspaper? the sports section? Yes. <laughs> That's just, you're one step away from using a family cloth at that point. Ew. <laughs> We had IT guys at the last couple places ago that I worked. It was like they would just, they could do lunch in there. I know. They're, they'll they come out. things. They come out with the paper under their arm. <laughs> Honest whistling. to goodness. Whistling. Because <laughs> they know. They know that we're Pops upset. Up, just <laughs> they don't give a single darn about it. By they the way, don't. I was home in Pittsburgh over the weekend and I went to the <laughs> restaurant yes. where I famously found myself peeing next to Hall of Famer. Super Bowl winning coach Bill Cower yes. of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. And he, when he came in, I already knew he was in the restaurant. And I've told this story before, but he came in and was standing at the urinal beside me now. And I already have a little trouble getting going. Sometimes I have to cross my eyes to I don't, unstage I fright myself. Count backwards. I get it. Yeah, I get you it. know the drill. Yep. So, anyways, I'm there. Cower Power comes in and he's like 6'4, big guy, former NFL player, Super Bowl winning coach. And then I hear him start to pee. Coach. 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 <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, Mayor. Coach. Why am I talking like Mayor of East Town now? Oh, my gosh. Murder, darter. You didn't skate any hoagies at Wawa. <laughs> anyway, so the coach comes in there. He starts peeing. Of course, it sounds like someone has wrecked their car into a fire hydrant. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Split the porcelain, man. What's the point? <laughs> oh so then I gosh. started trying to compensate, <laughs> which is what guys do non-verbally. It's your way of saying... I don't want to relive this story. It's your way of I saying... Don't. I am also, I'm doing fine down here. Listen to how loud my pee is. So then I start peeing hard. And of course, like a little idiot, I farted. Because I was trying so hard. I take a picture of these urinals and sent it to Grant. And I said, this is the famous urinals where it happened. The room where it happened. Hamilton. I knew right away when I got the picture what I didn't. You didn't even need to describe. I knew what you were sending me, and you knew what's what urinal I was peeing at. As I took the picture, I realized I was peeing at the little kid one too, the one that's real low to the ground. That one was really, really low to the ground too. They have little kid ones. Yeah, because boys have to be able to get it into. You can't have the urinals at the same height because my hips are higher oh, than like my son's sure. hips. So you, you were peeing in the, the little boy one. Yeah. Mm. Why? I don't know. There I was, pants around my ankles. They're not little boys. They're also for adults who are short, you guys. I mean... Oh, oh I forgot. Sorry. sorry. Thanks, Stepster. <laughs> good oh, talk, geez. guys. Yeah. Real good. Okay. Anyway, 93% of people under 30 use their phone on the toilet. Uh, that's 20 points higher than the overall average of 73%. One in three people never clean their phone. I should probably do that today. When we do, we're not always cleaning it well. Less than half of us <laughs> use things like cleaning wipes that have alcohol. I don't want to. <laughs> oh, 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 so there's a whole wall in between you guys. Yeah. Wow. If there wasn't a wall between me and Super Bowl winning coach Bill Cower when we peed, they would have dragged my body out after they chalk marked it on the ground. I would have died. I have questions. I'll be quick. Um, so that's a full wall from ceiling to floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just like. Sometimes there's a shoulder height divide. I'm sorry, Grant. Above head divide. <laughs> okay. And why, why the lack of doors? Why not even put like a saloon door on there so you can I'm have a little you. bit of privacy? I wish. I feel good about the the full wall divide is nice. The no divide is impossible. The, I, what a, why don't you just ask me to get changed in front of people? Yeah. Which is my nightmare. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> if I all. could go the rest of my life without seeing my naked body, I'd be fine. Me too. I mean, yours, yours, not mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be uh, Let's play the Millennial X time. Games. Okay. We need to get two people on the line. We need a millennial. And we need a Gen Xer. Yeah, so give us a call right now. 651-641-1071. One will help Donna, one will help me, and the winner gets a fabulous prize. It's game time. You can play along next on my talk. You know what's tougher than working out? Working out alone. The YMCA is the perfect place to bring a workout buddy or find a trainer who can help you stay committed to your exercise schedule. When I'm chatting with a friend, my workout is more fun and goes by so much quicker. Grab a pal and join the Y by June 17th to get $10 enrollment and pay no dues until August. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Grant, you're going to have to kick it. Generation X versus.
versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, I am Grant. <laughs> All right, Donna, welcome back for the Millennial X Games. Hey, welcome back, Donna. Thanks, guys. Nice to have you here. Good to be here. Uh, well, while you were gone, we did a little fun version. I think we had, what, what was it, uh, Steve, you played Britney, so we just kind of did a millennial versus millennial version of it, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was that was different. But right now, I did a conf- get a confirmation on the score. It is eight to four. Steve is up. He won. Nice. He won back. I believe it was on the nineteenth. Was the last time you guys actually played each other. So <laughs> that will be uh, eight to four is the score, and we have two lifelines for you guys. You want to say hi to him quick? Yeah. All right, we we have we've got. <laughs> I'm sorry, kidding. I'm just getting right. used to it. Sorry, right, we got Laura for you, Steve. Laura, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Nice. Laura, uh, you sound like a real teammate, and I'm loving it. Uh, how old are you? <laughs> 45. Nice. Got you in the, in the sweet zone. spot. We got you in the sweet spot. Laura, I'm going to do this yeah. for you, okay? Awesome. Sounds good. Who's wow. the uh, millennial that we have for Donna? The millennial we have for Donna is Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Donna. How are you today? I'm amazing. Thank you. Awesome. We're going to win this one. Yes, we are. I feel it. My bones. All right. Well, we will come to you guys. When How we... old are you, Ashley? Hey. Rude. Um, 35. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, you sound like kind of like an older millennial. Like like me. Like me. <laughs> yes. You're halfway right to 70. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, by the way, we have... Finnick O'Dare, as it were, from the Hunger Games, our game maker, Rocco, is here, and he's in the room, so that when invariably none of us get any questions right, and we say that it's too hard, we'll have Rocco right here, so we can talk to him about it. Okay, we can beat him up. Okay. I'm so glad he's here for this, so he can answer to these questions. There we go. You read me in there, yeah? Yes. Okay, cool. We got you, Rocco. All righty. So we will get back to you, Ashley. Thank you so much, okay? Yep. All right. Okay, Donna, Black. since you were gone, we'll give you the honors, even though Steve won last time. You were gone. Would you like to go first? I would like Steve to receive the first question. All okay. right, Steve, would you spin that wheel for me? <laughs> lifestyle. Always the most difficult topic. Very much lifestyle. So. And this could be anything. This question is long. Here it's we go. It's going to be about local government. Go ahead. <laughs> The musical Starlight Express debuted in London in 1984 and on Broadway in 1987. In Starlight Express, all the characters are trains and perform on roller skates. The show was a rare 80s misstep for the composer behind the play, especially compared to his 1981 and 1986 musicals, which earned, or excuse me, which each made billions of dollars. Can you name this composer? Okay. I actually think I'm going to take a guess here. I'm going to say that he was also behind, timing is weird here, Phantom of the Opera and Cats. I'm going to say Andrew Lloyd Webber as my final answer. Yes! I said like Bob Fosse or something like that. Wow. Wow, that's impressive. I'm in trouble. And I think that that would have been Phantom in 81 and Cats in 86, Rocco? Does that... No, that was the other way around. Other way yeah. Really? And you're Cats probably a theater guy, right? In high school and whatnot? <sighs> yes and no. So maybe that was too easy. For yes, and, yes and no. That was... No, but let me tell you, there, was, there are zero other... 
Broadway people that I could have right. n- named there. Just Andrew Lloyd Webber. Tim Rice. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. What no. about Jim? Wait, Burns and Elton Hammerstein John. or something? Oh yeah, those guys. Burns and Arms and Ham. Arm and Hammer. <laughs> yeah, you know it's Statler. Yes, right. yes. Those I'm are my spinning. People. Oh, here she goes. <laughs> oh no! I thought the mesh came loose. Oh my god! No, like <laughs> <laughs> wait, no. <laughs> That's like leg mesh. Whoa. I thought you meant like a hernia mesh. I no. thought you meant like a vaginal rejuvenation oh. mesh. Nope. <laughs> I didn't. Well, we just went down that corner. Uh. And uh, <laughs> here we go. And movies, did you guys hear that? Her sure. <laughs> no, I didn't. Movies. I don't know how right. I can sure, answer the question after that last comment. Long, okay, here we go, Donna. Long before Uncut <laughs> Gems, Adam Sandler took his first serious role in 2002. In, the, in this 2002 film directed by Paul Thomas Anderson and co-starring Emma Watson. Can you name this 2002 film? Nope. Um, and it's a serious role. Come on, think it through. Stepdad. Stepfather. <laughs> Stepson. Well, she's working around Big Daddy right now, everybody. Big Daddy. Okay, I guess it's not that. Um, I wonder if my girl oh, Ashley my will know. I'm going to go to Ashley. Ashley. Lifeline. Do you know the movie from 2002 where Adam Sandler took a serious role and it was directed by Paul Thomas Anderson starring Emma Watson? Um, oh, I feel like it had something to do with like was even therapy um i don't know and i love adam sandler but i don't like his serious roles so i don't watch them mm. i don't know oh this is why we're at some point we're gonna have to institute a steal just for fun all right what i know we got uh, it wrong all right i it? would come in for the steal my only guess would be spanglish mm. Not Spanglish. That was a. I don't remember him. What in is this movie? Punk, punch, punch, drunk, drunk love. Punch, drunk oh, love. Oh wow! Me. Did he get nominated for that? I don't think he got nominated, but cr- critics loved him in that. I didn't know it was a serious role. Yeah, quite. Ah, mega. Rocco, so far you suck. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I think he's doing great. Okay. Thank you, Rocco, for the question. Steve, you ready to spin that bad boy? Uh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Movies. Damn. Music. Yes. And this is right up our friends bandwagon here. The song that What Friends Are For came out in 1985 and was the Billboard number one single of 1986. Can you name at least three of the singers who made up the what? That's What Friends Are for, Quartet? Excuse me. Can you name three of the singers that make up this quartet? Two are men and two are women. Three are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. First of all, I don't like how that question was asked. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> that was me. That was me. Okay. Here, let's let's do this for you one more time. The song "That's What Friends Are For" came out in That's 1985 and was the Billboard number one single of 1986. Can you name at least three of the singers who made up "That's What Friends Are" quartet? Two um, are men, two are women, three are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay, I feel like this wasn't a permanent group. Was this a special group that came together? When anytime there's a feel-good song, they just bring a bunch of people together. It wasn't Fleetwood Mac. They had girls and boys, right? I'm going to go to bring in Claudia, my lifeline. 
Claudia. Claudia. Oh, my God. Laura, how you doing? Do you know anything about <laughs> this Laura, quartet? come on, baby. <laughs> okay, so... Only a little bit. I don't know if I can get three. I know Dionne Warwick is one of them. Okay, love it. Um, and Stevie. Stevie Wonder. Okay, so all right. So if we're doing Dionne Warwick and Stevie Wonder, all we have to do is just guess at a third name. Uh, what would you guess? I know the song. I just can't think of all four singers. Dionne Warwick. Two are men, two are women. Stevie Wonder. And, and Lionel Richie. Final answer. Dang it, sorry. Was Quincy Jones on this? Nope. Elton John and Gladys Knight. Oh, oh Gladys. No. Gladys wow. Knight and Elton John. That's hard. That's hard. That was hard. Should I know the melody of that song, Rocco? Is yes. that a common one? I mean, if yep. you grew up in the 80s, that song was played like at every graduation. Yeah. Every... Oh, is that right? Yeah. But it's. am I thinking of the melody too? Keep That's smiling, what... keep shining. Knowing you can always count on me for sure. Oh, that's what friends are for. Remember, she had the Friends Psychic Network, Dion Warwick. Oh, yes. Do you remember Miss Cleo? Call me now. (laughs) You're a leader, aren't you, darling? Can you name which one of those four is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Great question. Okay, um, I'm going to say. Dion Warwick. I'm going to say Dion Warwick. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Bonus right. points. Okay. Donna, we need you to spin that wheel. Here I go. <laughs> no, one more time. <laughs> All right. All right. Rob, Ravi Shankar was the world famous uh, sitar, sitar player, excuse yes. me, who taught the Beatles, George Harrison, how to play this instrument. But his daughter would turn out to be a more mainstream artist. In fact, she won five Grammys at the 2003 Awards, including Best New Artist, Album of the Year, and Record of the Year. Who is Ravi's daughter? Shoot. Oh. 2003 Grammys. Uh, okay. 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 Oh, I have a guess. I'm going to say oh, no. Nora Jones. Final. I don't want to think guess. about it. Boom. Yes! Wow! Nice. What? Nice. Oh my God! We are tied one to one with one question each of you guys. Lifelines have both been used up. We are running short on time. Steve, could you please spin hey, that wheel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Please, I got that. Put these Molly Ringwald movies in order of their release: Betsy's Wedding, Pretty in Pink, and The Breakfast Club. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go like this. I'm going to go The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, Betsy's Wedding, Final. Yes! No! Whoa! Oh, man! Oh, my gosh! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Wow, Donna. I'm just going to spin. Hammy, swing I'm it. just going to spin. Wow. You're going to spin it up, Donna? Here we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this is tense. It all comes down to TV, Donna. In 2002, a new show debuted that followed Late Night with Conan O'Brien, Early mornings on NBC. It starred the host of MTV's TRL, Total Request Live. Can you name this show? Oh, not the person. Nope. Hmm. It, um, this is Carson Daly, and it was called. Just recently went off the air, I think. Uh, later, later with Carson Daly. Final. Yes. Oh. 
Last call with Carson yeah. Daly. Oh. There we go. Oh, nice steal there, Steve. Oh, wow. Man. Dang. Later was with Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Which used to be, but it was like in Conan's old spot, maybe something like that. I forget no. where that was. Boo. No. Congratulations. Laura got herself a My Talk Tumblr, which is awesome. Nice job. Awesome. Thanks way for hanging go, out. Steve. Way to go, Laura. We're a beautiful team. <laughs> oh, right. man. Ashley, sorry. Can we get let Ashley give a shout out? Ashley? Yes. You want to do a shout out? Um, I'll just shout out to my kiddos who know that I listen to you guys every single oh, day. Oh, thank you. And they you. adore you guys. What are their names? Olivia and Violet. Um, we actually did the impressions video. It was me and my two daughters. Oh, yes. Yes. oh you guys were so funny. <laughs> so funny. Oh, that was great. It was like fully acted out and everything. You guys were all off book. That was just fantastic. Well, you Thank tell them you. hello for us, okay? I will. Thanks, yep. Ashley. All righty. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up. We got to go. Our Facebook question today is, what's the weirdest thing you say or call your pet? Hmm. That wasn't a good sentence. We'll get better when we come back on my talk. <laughs> it is the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. I have been given uh giving Steve some songs. I've been sharing them with him. Some songs that I sing to my dog. Yeah. And we all we all do weird things with our dogs, and that's okay. That's why our Facebook question today is, what is the weirdest thing that you call your dog or your pet or say to your dog or your pet, even though you don't bubble up with the same affection for a cat? I'm not being a weird cat guy there, right? right. I mean, people wouldn't see a cat and be like, oh, there's my Mr. Whiskers. Uh, yes, they do. Do they really? Yes. Do they really? Well, yes. I um. Rude. I, yesterday, <laughs> sorry, and for all the cat owners out there, we love what you're up to. I yeah, don't forget about cat videos. Right? I mean, it's going down. It's going down, guys. Just when we didn't know if it's going to go down. How about August 12th? Why don't you mark your calendar now? Set a reminder now. Tickets go on sale July 8th, by the way. Wow. This is great. This is great. All right. So anyway. Uh, why did you come up with this as a question uh, Well, because today? yesterday, um, my dog, I have a soft go to Terrier, Rex, who came into my closet during the show, and then during the commercial break, I just started, you know, getting him right by his little jowls. Oh, and I said, oh, you mighty beast, you have been sent from the future with a message, and we will decode it. Oh, I love how much you're loving your dog right now. Uh, it just comes in spurts. I really just like scratching dogs right in their jowls. It really brings out the, look at you, you little man. Aw, You Steve. distant traveler from another era. That is strange. What are you here to teach us? <laughs> Stuff like that. And then Grant was like, oh, yeah, you should hear me with my dogs. And then we all say weird things with our pets. Yep. Donna sang a variety of songs for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you interact with your current dog? I sing to him. And then he starts singing too. Oh, he's a howler. He'll howl back. He he doesn't howl. He kind of whines. You know what I mean? Is he mimicking his mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah like that type of thing. When yeah. I'm singing the buddy song. You're my baby boo, boo. My baby and my boo, boo. I call Bo You're baby Bo, baby Bo, 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 or baby. Baby Bo Boo all the time. Before I met you guys, so the fact that you use the Baby Boo all the time, oh, we call him Baby Bo Boo all oh the time. My God, he's my baby. My baby my Bo buddy. Boo. My, my baby, baby buddy Boo. I used to sing to my 
deceased pug. When he was still alive, R.I.P.? Yes. Yeah, we presume natural causes, but it's more than likely a result of morbid obesity throughout his life. Mm. And by he, I mean her, but all dogs are boys and cats are girls. I'm moving on. Okay. Used to call her the glory child, the one true wiener. And I would sing, you truly are the wiener. You truly are the wiener. (laughs) You truly are the wiener. I feel like we're in best in show. You truly are the wiener. And I love you. Everybody loves a terrier. God loves a terrier. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. right. After I got the Wheaton Terrier, Elizabeth Reese was like, oh, you got to listen to God loves loves a terrier. Uh, Here are some of our responses on our Facebook page. Deanna says, I find myself telling our dog how long I plan to be gone. Back in an hour. See you after work, etc. Kathy says, my cat's name is Charlie, but I call her Chuck E. Cheese. Cheese ball or booger? I don't like the word booger. I have a friend whose dog's name is Tucker, but they call him Doug. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Because he's such a Doug. Uh, Stacy says, Minnie, Minnie has morphed into Minerton, Minners, man, basically every variation of Minnie that you can think of. Mm. Uh, lots of pet names, which are too embarrassing to list, says Shannon. That's cute. Oh, somebody included a video. Oh, I love it. Wow. Amy says, I used to call my cat my boyfriend, R.I.P. Prometheus. Oh. Oh, man. I shabbats that got twisted. Emily says, I call my corgi cattle dog Chuberella. Mm. Her name is Piper. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he or she eats grass. Oh, here, this is good. Here, this is a good example Brenda sends in of how the human brain works with, with nicknames. Had a dog named Jenny. Her name went from Jenny to Jenny Benny and somehow morphed into Beaner. And I call my current dog Vigglebutt. Because her butt wiggles when she's excited, so it's Viggle Butt. Oh my God, we do have store other stories very sim- similar. Uh, Joni said we have a Pomeranian who we call Snark. Her real name is Gimli. Poms are the worst breed and would have been bred out of extent extinct. Ex- let's try this again. They would have been bred out of extin- extinction. It's like me reading the millennial X games. Totally. <laughs> Centuries ago, because they have no redeeming social skills whatsoever, but God made them so darn cute. So they still grace the Cin- greeners. Cynthia said our dog's name was Muppet. And my husband always called him Ralph. <laughs> what is with everyone changing their dog's name? Uh, Jody says, my dog's name is Banjo, but we call him Randall. What up with that? <laughs> what is up? Ooh-wee. What's up with that? I said no. We do this weird thing where all of our dogs were named after, like, Junior's Junior Seau. Bo oh, yeah, is yeah. Bo Jackson. Oh. oh. Grizzly was actually Griswold from Clark W. Griswold. Oh, look at oh. you. So they're all tied to some famous thing. Now, we don't ever really, I might mean, call him Griswold, but that's about it. So People and their pets. We've got so Gre- Gretchen who's uh, on the phone. Oh, you want to talk to Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hey, Gretchen. Mind if we call you Boo Boo? No, call me Boo Boo, please. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. So what are you calling your pets? Well, we have um, a little puppy, and she's twen- almost 20. And her name we named her Isis. And during uh, the last 20 years, that didn't be, uh, oh. become a name that people really like to hear. Sure, it right. became a terror so, group, yep. 
Yeah, so we started calling her Tink instead. Tink, like Tinkerbell. Yes. That's oh, that's nice. cute. Why yeah. ISIS back then? Well, oh. you know, there was this show on TV, Almighty oh, ISIS. Almighty oh, ISIS. About this, this superhero woman, and wow. um, we just went with that. Hey, listen, I get it. It was a thing of the era. That uh, ISIS came after Shazam. Remember that one too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those were that was a Remember good Remember Jombie from Pee Wee's Playhouse? Mecca Lecca High, Mecca Heiney Ho. Mecca Lecca High, Mecca Heiney Ho. I was already a grown up then. All right. You <laughs> thanks for the call. Yep, thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for listening. I'm Bye. just gonna say this before we go. Okay. Uh two nights in a row we have played with a frisbee. And if you haven't thrown Frisbee in a while, it's one of the most satisfying things that you can do when you get into a groove and you're throwing it well to one another. Even more satisfying in some ways than throwing football. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Steve. That very special moment in your private life. I'm an open book. You're an open book. Open book. All right, we out of here. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. See you back here tomorrow at 9.